Hey, I'm Alex. And I'm Christina. And we're Porous Shoes. This is our podcast, Two Can Keep a Secret. Shh. Where we discuss the complicated and sometimes crazy television show, Pretty Little Liars. You know it. You love it. And And now now we're we're going to talk talk about it. it. Okay, so for those of you who have never watched this show, I think that you should really give the pilot a chance. Because it's what really gets you hooked on the show and the mystery and the thrill of it all. I think that if you listen to this plot synopsis, you are going to be enthralled. So here is the storyline of Pretty Little Liars, according to IMDb. Set in the fictional town of Rosewood, Pennsylvania, the series follows the lives of four girls, Aria Montgomery, Hannah Marin, Emily Fields, and Spencer Hastings, whose clique falls apart after the disappearance of their leader, Allison DeLaurentis. One year later, the estranged friends are reunited as they begin receiving messages from a mysterious figure named A, who threatens to expose their deepest secrets, including ones they thought only Allison knew. At first, they think it's Allison herself, but after her body is found, the girls realize that someone else is planning on ruining their perfect lives. Interesting. That's very interesting. (laughs) Their perfect lives is weird to say. (laughs) I think it's weird because, well... I don't know. It sounds like it could be any show, but Pretty Little Liars is not just any show. It's not just any show, is it? I agree. I think that that's, that sums it up, and that's why we're doing this, because we want people to know. So if you haven't watched the pilot, you should press pause right now, watch the pilot, because there's going to be spoilers from here on in. Galore. Just all spoilers. This show is a spoiler show. <laughs> <laughs> I would say if you haven't watched up to the current where it is in the show, you should press pause there and watch it. There might be spoilers. Because my hypothesis actually is that all you need to know about Pretty Little Liars actually is in the pilot episode. I'm, I agree. I think that I think that there's you get a little bit more information, but you learn a lot in this first episode. There's a lot of crucial characters introduced, crucial storylines that carry through in the entire show. Yeah. Now, it's just a matter of talking about the things that we want to talk about. As it as it goes in the in the show, it really starts off with a flashback in yes. Spencer Hastings' barn. Yes, which is the fanciest barn, really. I think that we can all say we've ever seen. It's it's less barn and more. But at the at the time, it was before Spencer like renoed the barn. Oh, so it is actually... It's a barn. But it's not, like, horses. It's kind of like hay. There's, like... <laughs> I don't really know. It's not It's not as, like, fancy as you'd think. Right. These girls are having a slumber party. There's, like, some lightning, which is, like, you know, typical. But <laughs> then their friend Allison goes missing. Who is it that discovers that Allison's missing? Well, weirdly, and this is something that I think is notable was that spencer comes back into the barn mm-hmm. um all the girls have woken up and now ali is not there anymore seemingly and she says i forget who it is but they say like where where is she and then spencer comes in and says i think i heard her scream i know and then they never bring that up again they never talk about that that spencer just that's weird like how do you know your friends scream yep and then, one. and then and then that never gets brought up again. So that right there 
is something it's a mystery it's a little bit of a mystery right off the bat and then right after that comes something that alex is pretty fond of i think which is this kind of proof or point number one in the almost seemingly endless series of points that suggests aria montgomery is actually a and a is this person that's tormenting the girls but you find out throughout this episode that they are receiving messages individually at, like at first about secrets that they have and um this is like the main plot of this show that like they're always just constantly trying to figure out who a is and there is an ongoing theory if you read about this show and you watch this show there is a very there's a strong there's a strong following of the theory that aria is a and the first suggestion of this Mm -hmm. is that after this flashback in the initial episode they go right to a year later and the first person character that we learn about is aria and her life and this sick song (laughs) which in cool ass song (laughs) which i think is besides the weather always being indicative of the mood in this story that's called like pathetic fallacy right which is a pathetic fallacy (laughs) and some would argue bad writing (laughs) um the song choices in this show are ridiculous and um again something alex is quite fond of is this song that we open with this song whenever i hear it (laughs) and whenever i watch this pilot episode because i watched it a few times now I, it gets stuck in my head and I wake up in the middle of the night singing it and I'm just like, <laughs> I won't do what you told me. I won't, won't do what you said. said. No. <laughs> so, it's you catchy. know, initially I think Arya is kind of established as this, this rebel, you know, with her, her theme song, basically. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, fuck no. Oh, fuck <laughs> I'm not no. gonna fucking do I reject being a teenager or whatever <laughs> teenagers reject doing. And she drives her brother to field hockey. Yeah. And then she goes into a bar, which makes no sense to me, because when I was 16, I wasn't allowed to go into bars, but I wasn't also really 26, so I guess yeah. that's why I didn't look... B26. B26, speaking of. Ooh, B26, guys. Am I A? Am I A? <laughs> Christina's A. She doesn't know, but she's A. Um, yeah, then that's where she meets, pause for effect, Ezra Fitz. There should have been lightning when mm, they met. That mm-hmm. would have been like better. Like a spark. <laughs> like a sizzle on the grill like of a cheeseburger sho- that she orders. <laughs> <laughs> or they shock each other and they're like, did you feel that? It's basically this meet cute, which mm-hmm. I think, so first of all, let's just backtrack for one second and talk about how creepy all of the boys are mm-hmm. in Rosewood. Every single man introduced in this show, especially in this first episode, is very... There's something not right. Right. So Byron... Oh my god, what, don't what, even... What a tan this person has from being in Iceland. Byron is played by <laughs> Chad Lowe, which is, just so everybody knows, Rob Lowe's brother. Yeah, which I think says everything you need to know about why his face looks like that. That's true. That's true. And he is immediately, he has a secret. So everybody in Rosewood has secrets, not not just the girls. Yeah. And 
Right off the bat, Byron is established as just a sketchy weirdo. Yeah. I think. I, I agree. I think he's definitely sketchy because it's in this episode that we learn that Byron is, Byron had an affair mm. um, with one of his students. He teaches at uh, Hollis College. <laughs> <laughs> and Aria and her friend Allison, before Allison disappears, catch him in the act of this affair. And Aria keeps this secret from her mom. So that leads us to a big plot within the series is that all the girls have secrets. And this is something that I've read up about on Reddit because I just someone was talking about it. And I think that like it's really strange because the secrets are not all all like equal in value. Mm. Some people have like, okay, so here's my theory that all of the girls have kind of like secrets that make them shitty. And then Emily is just like a normal victim, to be honest. Like she didn't really ever do anything wrong. So Arya Mm -hmm. keeps the secret from her mom about her dad. She doesn't do the right thing. Spencer, mm-hmm. what does Spencer do? Well, Spencer's just a generally a horrible person. I was actually thinking about this. I was really <laughs> meditating on this yesterday. And as you come to find, Spencer is a horrible sister. Her She's and, not a good sister to Melissa. Her and Melissa have this very contentious relationship yes. where we're made to feel that Melissa is the villain. Yep. But actually, Spencer is the worst. Yeah. I think that Melissa is a badass bitch and she doesn't get the credit she deserves. She's vilified in this show and I guess she just serves her point, her purpose in the show. But like, I agree. So Spencer's secret at this time is that she has fully made out with like two of Melissa's boyfriends. And she's not going to stop. That's she, actually she the secret. doing it. Like, she's so <laughs> jealous of her sister. She keeps making out with the, with her boyfriends. And why these guys who are, like, many, many years older than mm-hmm. her are making out with her. I mean, I guess, I don't know, whatever. That's It's just, like, that's really weird, guys. That's creepy. And don't do it. <laughs> but, like, okay. And then Hannah. Hannah. Hannah is a kleptomaniac. Hannah yeah. is up in the mall, pulling a blue cantrell. Hit him up style, <laughs> just also stealing things. She's like stealing sunglasses. Sunglasses and scarves and, and various things. So she's kind of, I don't know, that's kind of run of the mill teenage, but that's yeah. bad. It's illegal. But it's bad. It's, it's bad. And it's not something that you don't want people to find out. Right. But Emily, poor, poor sweet, Emily. Sweet Emily. The secret that <laughs> Emily has hanging over her head is that she's gay. Right. Which is like, so not even on the level of these other girls because it's yeah. not something she can control. Right. She just likes girls and, and people are like threatening her with that information. So right off the top, I think Emily is like the innocent, most innocent one. I don't know why she's friends with these girls. She clearly could have a life outside of them because she is like, a, she's an athlete. Mm-hmm. You know, like she's like a swimmer. She could just focus on her swimming career and not be friends with these weird losers. <laughs> but wait, <laughs> let me let me stop you there because I don't think Emily's innocent. Because actually, not anymore. Well, no, but at the beginning, she she doesn't she wears a lot of cargo pants mm. <laughs> and a lot of capri pants and cargo sh- skirts. And that, my and friend, that does not make you innocent. Crime against that's fashion. A, that's a crime. I think that's her secret, is that she doesn't know how to dress herself. That's true. <laughs> it's her season one Emily's problem. But then she she quickly amasses I her own bag of problems. She does, yeah. So like no one no one is innocent anymore. Bring like come to present day. Yeah. 
no one is innocent. Everyone's like killed someone or yes. assisted or, in killing someone or yes. didn't tell someone when someone was dead. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, okay. So if we go back to the first, to the pilot. So we've met Byron. He's randomly, what a creep, makes Arya keep this weird bad secret about cheating mm-hmm. on her mom, which mm-hmm. is so weird to be in cahoots mm-hmm. with your own daughter. Yep. And then we are in this random bar and Arya and Fitz. Okay, and he looks weird. He's, Ezra his Fitz. hair. His People's hair, hair in the pilot is so whack. Is yeah, it's whack. And his is up there in the whack department. Like he's he's weird. And then I would say the kicker of this scene, which Christina and I both agree upon, is that <laughs> they go to the washroom to make out. <laughs> And like, because because they don't have sex. No, they don't have sex. No, they just they make just out make out. And like, it's like, why would you go <laughs> to the bathroom <laughs> to do that? It's more yeah. conspicuous to go to the bathroom and do it because they're either in the women's washroom or the men's washroom, and someone could walk in. They're just on the counter. So weird. They're yes. not like, and they're like, they're like sensually slowly. They're yeah. not even like hot, fiery. Like, they're looking at each other. They're, like, holding hands. They're, like, excited about liking each other <laughs> for some ridiculous. reason. It's ridiculous. It's something you would do not in the bathroom. Not no. in the... You don't even need to do in the bathroom. Like, you're already at the bar with a fake ID, ordering a beer and a cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah. Like, lying about your shit. So, like, <laughs> just, just fucking, like, make out at the bar. Yeah, okay, a couple people might feel uncomfortable for a second, but, like, why the bathroom? If you're going to the bathroom <laughs> you and you're sitting be, up on the counter, you you're fucking. fucking. You should be fucking. You're fucking. That's... Yeah, that's true. Reality. That's reality. So, wake up. <laughs> Grow up, girls. Wake up, Ezria. It's... Uh, <laughs> Um, what, one thing that I, strikes me, and spoiler, here's a spoiler alert, um, so please don't listen to this part if you're not sufficiently far into the series, um, Ezra is looking at Arya, looking at Allison's missing poster, Mm. which we find out later. Are you spoiling this now? (laughs) Said, I've said spoiler alert. Okay. Okay. No, well, let's Nothing. just say it's weird that he notices that she's noticing that, and I'm not allowed to say. No, it you are. You are allowed to say it. I like. I. I really don't. Yeah, you're allowed to say it. I think. Okay, I've just been given permission. So Ezra <laughs> fucking knows Allison, and he knows who all he knows who Arya he is. Knows, and so also he knows she's 16. Can we just? Yeah, is this dial a, it back. That's fucked. This whole so so many things in the show are based on lies, and that's why the show is called Pretty Little Liars. The first liar is Byron. He's like he's not pretty, he's not little, but he's a fucking liar. <laughs> he's a liar. But then Ezra, mm, he's not pretty. Well, no, he is. But he's little. He's like Frodo Baggins <laughs> in this episode. But he's like, mm. this is such a good point. You just opened my eyes to something because mm. he knows that she's 16 and he then he proceeds to make out with her in the bathroom <laughs> essentially the yes and but then her then legs wrap around on they don't bang just fyi <laughs> saying it again they don't bang but later on he's like this is wrong because you're 16 but it's like you bro, knew. you knew this you fucking knew so anyhow i i feel that this is obviously the big reveal later on obviously was not planned at this time because that just makes no sense. And um, I think that Arya, I, I kind of don't like Arya. Okay. And that's, that's, a, that's a 
That's maybe Is it her hats? Is it her outfits? <laughs> Besides her ridiculous style, um, she tries to, like, establish herself as very worldly right off the bat when she first meets. Yeah. Pre, so pre-bathroom makeout. Um, she's, she's luring in she's Ezra. like, I was in, I was just in Europe, just by the way. Yeah, she's just, like, I live in Iceland just for a year. Just love this indie song. With my parents. Like... <laughs> And, and then, then she's they, all like, I'm a writer. They bond over the jukebox song that they both know because it's B26. Like, it's whatever. <laughs> Who even knows what song that is? So how does Arya know the the jukebox number? I think it's because... For a song in a bar. I think this is a good unanswered questions mm. category because... Yes. But I think the reason is that because her dad works at Hollis College, she's been there before, and mm. she's somehow spent so much time at the bar at Hollis College that she's memorized the numbers on the jukebox. <laughs> and that's how you know you're cool, is yeah. when you've memorized the numbers of songs on the jukebox. I know. And so, okay, so my theory about, well, not my theory, it's not my theory, I can't take credit for it, but <laughs> the theory that Arya is A is like, it's going to be, we're going to talk about this a lot, I feel. But mm. then in the show, Arya is the first person to get an A text. Yes. And so does text. she text herself? Did she text herself and then show it to this camera? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think a lot is done uh, to the camera for the viewer. Yeah. Uh, there's just a lot of unreliable, unreliable narration yes. going on. So like I think, who, what, who is the narrator? Maybe no she's one. lying to herself. Maybe she's so crazy that she just, like, sent herself that text and forgot about <laughs> it immediately. Forgot. She has amnesia. So the text is, like, because she then she figures out that Ezra Fitz is her teacher, her English teacher. And it's, like, very obvious. There's an awkward moment. He comes to the class and he's like, oh, shit. What does he say, though? He's like, shit. He goes, crap. And then they look at each other and then... They look at each other for a long time. For a really long time. And everyone in the class turns around and looks at yeah, Arya. It's very obvious what's going on. It's very obvious. I feel at that point it's so bait that, like... It's bait out just, scene. Why don't you just say you're doing it? Like, yeah. Why don't you just do it now? Yeah. It's just so stupid. I know. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and then Arya also in this scene, Hannah and... Another important character that we're introducing is Mona. Mm. Hannah and Mona are friends. Yes. Like, the friend group has sort of fallen apart. Arya's been in Iceland. Spencer is Spencer. (laughs) Emily's a swimmer. Hannah had a makeover with her friend Mona. They became cool. And Arya doesn't recognize them. She's like, is that Hannah and Mona? Like, So she she can't recognize people she knows, but she knows the... The button on a jukebox. Let's yeah. just take that back. She's, yeah, it's confusing. Her personality, confusing. Um, another thing that comes up that is a recurring theme for me that makes me laugh is Arya's pink hair. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. And, I know. and Pam Fields, which is Emily Fields' mama. Her mom, her super conservative. Pam. Ins- fucking Pam. <laughs> insane mom is like, well, I can't believe that they would let her walk around looking like that. Yeah. Looking like a goth. Looking like a goth. And Emily says something that also makes me laugh, where she's like, maybe they just think of her as their equal, which Instead no. of their property. <laughs> Instead of their property. And then she says something about, which is an Emily Fields double entendre. Some people just dream of making it out. Yeah, of Rosewood. Of the closet. Yeah, or the closet. Exactly. (laughs) Emily is stuck in the closet. She's stuck in Rosewood. She's stuck in Rosewood. When is she going to get out? You know what? It's all, it's it's coming up because A knows 
Yep. Now she also has this new neighbor, Maya, who moved into her friend Allison's old house. And Maya is like, oh my god, what she a treat. is thirsty. thirsty. Maya has been walking the desert <laughs> looking for a drink of an unsuspecting 16-year-old girl. Yeah. But Maya looks 37 also. <laughs> so another old, weird, predatory love interest for... Are little liars yeah. to, to me. Maya is just like introduces this kind of like badass. She's like, Emily's like so reserved. Like, obviously, mm. her mom's very conservative. She's like trying to like hold together because she's like, I'm gay, but I also like need to make it in the world. And now, like, she has this new friend, Maya, who's like smoking weed and like wearing hoop earrings or whatever. <laughs> But Emily at the time, like, has this weird boyfriend. Like, Maya, they're in Maya's bedroom, and Maya and Emily's like, oh, is this your boyfriend? It's this picture of this guy. Like, it's surfing. Like, yeah. <laughs> He's just like, how it's did you get that picture? such a weird picture. Like, He's, like, on a surfboard. Like, were you also no on a surfboard? No one has that picture. You that picture is that a picture. stock photo <laughs> that came with the frame. <laughs> yes, exactly. And Emily also has a boyfriend. Ben. Ben. Poor sweet Ben. No, he's not. He's oh, a no. fucking dick. Okay, but... Ben's a dick. At first, I feel bad for him. But then I don't. Can't wait for her to fucking lose that guy. Which yeah. she does. Which she does. Um, And then Spencer has a crush on her sister's boyfriend already, even though they just met. Ren. Ren, Ren. is a character which in the show. Which what kind of name is that? It's like a bird. <laughs> That's the name of a bird. His name is Ren. He is a doctor, and he is also creepy. Lo and behold, he's old. He's old. He hits all the Rosewood boy checkboxes. Yeah, old, creepy. That's the it. only difference is he's British. <laughs> oh, and, he's and he British. has a bird name. <laughs> he's a bird name. And okay, so here's another time when Spencer acts less than less than nice to to Melissa, which is when. And this is kind of when Melissa gets established as a bit of a villain, too, isn't it? Because um, Spencer comes outside, and Melissa and Ren come outside, and Melissa's like, I'm living in the barn now! And Spencer's like, <laughs> you bitch. You bitch. I've been renoing the barn I... with my two hands for years. <laughs> for a year. This is my notebook house to myself. I deserve it. Yeah, fuck, I'm 16. I get to live alone now. She's like, I'm 16. I've paid my dues to society. I should have my own building. <laughs> Oh my god. And then Melissa says, well, like, we need our privacy. We can't have sex in our parents' house. We need to do it in the barn. (laughs) The barn. So there's that. Oh, Melissa. And then Ren comes on to Spencer. Yeah. He rubs her shoulder. (laughs) Oh my god, he fully rubs her shoulder. Why? He says that she has a misplaced burst bur- bur- burlap sack he's <laughs> like it must be a burp burp <laughs> and just because he's a doctor Spencer's like ooh oh that sounds to me. bad can you rub it and Spencer is attracted to a strong like academic type <laughs> because that's like all she knows yeah she says well you're a doctor and you know okay and here are other things that happen in this episode Mm, Emily and Maya kiss. Emily and Maya kiss. Hannah gets caught for stealing. Hannah gets caught for stealing. Hannah gets caught for stealing, and it's a very awkward scene. First of all, her mom is introduced in this as well. Ashley Marin, a strong character, is such a hoe. (laughs) Oh my god! 
first. I know. Here's she just here's, establishes this weird stripper lady. The confusing <laughs> thing that happens is that Hannah steals a three hundred and fifty dollar pair of sunglasses. Yes. Then she gets arrested for it. Her mom right. talks privately to another character, Detective Wilden, who's a creeper as well. Yet also another, creepy. yet another creeper. Another old yeah. creepy man who lives in Rosewood. He is creepy off the top. Um, and the way that the situation is dealt with is that Ashley Marin makes a sex deal with Detective <laughs> Wilden and then proceeds to tell Hannah. A sex deal. She's like, Hannah, in, Ro- in a town like Rosewood, you can't afford to make a mistake because everyone knows your business. But for some reason, that gives her mm-hmm. the balls to, to fuck him. To fuck him, to Into cover up Hannah's shit. And. <laughs> That's a weird thing, and I feel like it's not necessarily very telling of Ashley's character because she Ashley is actually great. Yes. She's fantastic. Love her gumption. And she definitely stands up to Wilden in the future. She comes to her senses and... Definitely. But not before he first... Shows up at their house. Makes like, and her they, make him they, waffles. They make... She makes him breakfast a lot. They have sex a lot. And Hannah is, like, sub- subject to this. <laughs> it's sickening. Like, she could have just done community service or, like, whatever. Like She's a fucking minor. She's talking about she go to jail for stealing yeah. sunglasses. Like, usually you can just apologize. Maybe you're banned from the mall. Which no, I know because that happened to me. Yes. <laughs> got banned from the mall. Got banned from the store. Yeah. And... Whatever. And you're fine. And I'm fine now. And your mom didn't. My mom didn't have sex with anyone. <laughs> That's actually how it should have gone, but right. not in Rosewood. Not, not in Rosewood. No. no. And um, we are also introduced to my favorite character. Or are we? Wayne? Mm, is Wayne in this? I don't think Wayne's in this epi. Oh, that's a shame. It is a shame. I just want to shout out Wayne Fields because Wayne Fields is bae. He is. He's the only person that makes sense. He's reasonable. He's sensitive. He's understanding. He is the only guy in this show that's not a weird. Fucking weirdo. <laughs> At one point or other, not sketchy. I mean, other than Caleb. We don't see Caleb yet, though. Caleb's not in the pilot episode. I think Caleb is sketchy at the beginning, though. Caleb is sketchy because he's, like, mysterious, though. Not because he's, like, oh, he may be, like, a pedophile or something. <laughs> it's just, like... A rogue person. Yeah, true. Um, let's go over. So we like to have some some structure in this situation, mm. and we're gonna have some segments that we're gonna do for every episode. And one of them is who died? <laughs> who died? Who fucking died? Who, who died? Fucking died? Episode? Who dies in this episode? Um, Allie. Yeah. Allie dies. They find the end of this episode, which mm-hmm. I think is like, not the end, but the, the pinnacle mm-hmm. moment of this mm-hmm. episode is when they're on Allie's street. Everyone comes out. The yes, song is such playing. A good sh- yes. It's like cinematic. It's actually mm-hmm. very well done. And all the girls are reasonably kind of called to the scene. Yeah. And her remains are found. Her remains are found. What a perfect tie a bow yes. on the end of this uh, story, perhaps? Yeah, because... And it also ties the bow on the friendships of the girls that have, they've kind of lost touch. Mm-hmm. And now they're like, we're back together. We're yes. back together now because our friend is dead. This is an end to this chapter. Yes. And now we're going to go to her funeral. So they go to the funeral. And we see some people that we never see again. Plenty. 
One being Allison's original mom. Yeah. Who who's that person? What happened to her? Is she not available for the following she's episode? Not. She's busy. This person she's we've different. never seen before. She is a different Mrs. De Laurentiis, Jessica De Laurentiis, different actress. Yeah. The Hastings yeah. parents are different. Different people. Toby. Toby. Random different Toby. A guy. Just a random who's guy. Just a random He's person. He's just assisting Jenna. Not nearly as creepy and horrible as actual Toby. As actual Toby. I know. He's just like a random guy. Um and a different Jason. And a different Jason. And a different Ian. Ian is uh, mm. Melissa's old boyfriend that Spencer also made out with. Again, another nail in the coffin of why Spencer is a is bad. She's bad. She just, I think she just has a lot of, I think she has a complex about her sister. Yeah. Which happens. I just want to, like, I want to flash forward, but I'm not going to. But if we're, at one point we're just going to list all the bad things that Spencer does to Melissa and that Melissa is just on track to have yeah. a pretty fantastic life. Yeah, Melissa's just like, I'm sorry, like, I, why do I, why is everyone persecuting her for <laughs> I'm just being pretty? Yeah, smart. I'm just fucking so smart. And I get my fucking way. I know how to get what I want, except for the fact that my sister keeps stealing my boyfriends. <laughs> it's like every time I, I think I met a nice guy, my sister like you swoops have sex in. with my sister. Yeah. It's weird. We've all been there. We've all been there. <laughs> Here's another thing that we want to talk about. Best ship of the episode. Mm. This segment is called... I will go down with this ship. A la Dido. <laughs> a la Dido. I'll, someone will sing that. Um, I'll do it. I will go down with this ship. Nice. Okay. Okay, who's your favorite ship in this episode, Alex? You go first. Okay. I ship... Wayne Fields and me, <laughs> even though we've not yet met him, I want to marry him. He's perfect I know, you for want me. to be with him. I want it's to okay. be with him. It's okay, it's natural. In life and beyond. <laughs> and beyond? Really? That's a, that's a big commitment for you. What? I know. I normally am not quick to make such commitments, but... But then, like, Emily would be your, your daughter, your stepdaughter. Mm, I wouldn't want to feel the way I feel about Emily. <laughs> about yeah. my stepdaughter. Yeah, because she's hot. Emily is smoke show. Yeah. I mean, not now. Not in the first episode. No, she's her like two capri pants. Mm. Don't make. Don't do anything for me. She's yeah. She could stand to get a little saucier, and she does, and that's mm, fine. She really does. Yes. Um. Okay. So for me, I like I like Mona and Hannah a little bit because mm. I feel like you know they're sticking together, they're friends, and it's great. But if I'm being honest, please do. Don't hate me, but. <laughs> Ezra and Arya in this episode mm-hmm. are actually, they have a really good moment, yes. which is at the funeral, Allie's funeral. They're on the oh, stairs, they're yes. at the church, and Arya says, like, I would never want to do anything to get you in trouble. Mm-hmm. And she goes to turn to walk down the stairs, mm-hmm. and then Ezra just pulls her back. Yeah. And I, it makes me feel things. It yeah. makes me feel things. He pulls her back, they kiss, and then she turns and walks down the stairs. And, and that should have been the end of that their relationship. Have, yeah. That should <laughs> have really been, been the end of the relationship. I agree. And, like, I just think that scene is really nice. So for this episode, that's probably the last time that Ezria will be in this segment because... Come on, guys. Ezra, really? <laughs> Who's the worst actor in this episode? You know, I'm not a fan of Maya. Um, I don't know that there's something wrong with her acting hmm. or if her character is just whack as shit. Um, but she never does it for me. She never she never really endears herself to me. 
And she just, like, does all these really weird facial expressions Mm -hmm. (laughs) where she just looks so physically thirsty that (laughs) I find it... I find it off-putting. It's she has this kind of predatory, yes. like a sexual predator vibe, and I just feel Emily is so innocent at this time still. She is, and I think that that's part of the reason why you feel like Maya is a predator is because Emily is so unsure of herself. She's and the, she doesn't yeah. seem ready to really dive into this part of her. Yeah, but she's kind of being cornered by Maya, but she kind of wants it too. You know, she wants it. Oh yeah, she's intrigued. Maya's intriguing. She's dangerous, and she's rebellious and she's everything that Emily isn't right now right yeah um because she's walking the kind of straight and narrow so okay so who's your worst worst actress actress the award for me goes to Chad Lowe aka Byron Montgomery (laughs) (laughs) yes I feel he just immediately has something that takes you out of this of the show because his character is is present throughout the rest of the show, and he really comes across immediately as the worst. <laughs> is it his tan? It's, is it how tanned he is? It's a combo <laughs> of things, but it's like he can't act like a dad. Like, he can't mm. act like a dad for some reason. Yeah, that's I just true. think that that's weird. I don't know. It could be the direction. I'm not trying to, like, offend anyone. I don't know. Maybe I am. <laughs> trying to offend them. Um... I think that's a great point. I think that he's weirdly tanned and his clothes are a little tight for a dad. I don't know. That and he makes just, it less believable. He's like such a weary person. Like he's living with so much <laughs> guilt, I guess. His character is living with so much guilt and his acting is trying to like press that out. Yeah. But so he just looks constipated. Though. Yeah. He's just like worried but happy, but like <laughs> it's conflicting and it's confusing for the viewer, I think. I agree. Something else we want to talk about is Hannah's rash decisions. Hannah's rash decisions. So we have really kind of conflicting viewpoints on Hannah, I think, throughout the I series. I love Hannah. I, I love her too. Um, no, cautiously. Cautiously. I think she's such a wild card and she's always just making the stupidest decisions. <laughs> but you like that. I like that about her. I feel that Hannah has, like, gumption. She's mm. like... She's ready to take action. She wants to protect the people she loves. She'll do anything to, like, protect her mom, protect her friends. Um, like, and when we get introduced to Caleb, you know, she does a lot for Caleb. Like, she's she has a lot to offer in a friendship, and a relationship. Like, she's, she's a really good, solid person. And I think Ashley Benson does a good job. I think she does a really good job. I think that's really great casting. And I think that... Um... You know, I think in these different scenarios where you could do a lot of thinking about your decision making, mm-hmm. it is admirable that she just kind of goes with a plan and just kind of sees it through. Yeah. You know, regardless of the outcome. I do like that. Um, I've come around on her character. But so <clears throat> to answer your question, Hannah's most rash decision in this the episode, pilot. the pilot, um, I'm not quite sure if she even really makes any, does she, besides stealing? Besides stealing, yeah, she doesn't really do anything too crazy. She she ends up getting caught for stealing, but I feel like the decision, you know, it's not a rash decision because she's already seemingly been doing it for a while. Mm-hmm. And this mm-hmm. just happens to be the time she got caught. I think that we see her kind of rebellious nature mm-hmm. as the, kind of laying the foundation for many more rash decisions to come. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, I think that... For now, she hasn't really done anything too too ridiculous. Um, 
Another thing that I want to talk about is Jenna. I always want to talk about Jenna. The Jenna thing. The Jenna thing. The Jenna thing gets hinted at. <laughs> the Jenna thing is how they, like, blinded Jenna. Yes, but Jenna's maybe the worst blind person. And oh I don't mean God. that as in blind people can be good people or bad people. <laughs> I mean, just mean, she's one of the least convincing. She cannot hold it together <laughs> as a blind person. And, like, to me, like, yeah, it's very strange. Like, she's... It's whatever. We barely see her in this episode. And, like, the only real introduction is, like, they talk about the Jenna thing. Mm-hmm. And and also Allison's fake mom, fake Mrs. De Laurentiis. <laughs> the imposter. Jessica. The imposter. Jessica. Yeah. She uh, says at the funeral, is that Jenna Marshall? And everyone, I, yeah. And she's like, I, I didn't know that her and Allie were friends. But it's like, why would you even say that? What a plant. <laughs> It what is a plan, yes, because there's, like, 400 people. Why does she give a shit about Jenna Marshall? Like, there's <laughs> people here that don't know Allison. It's, like, a young person that died. Obviously, like, her peers people, are going to show yeah, up. For sure. It's really weird. I think that from the beginning, <clears throat> the way that Jenna's framed, and even the way she needs, like, escorting. I mean, no, obviously. Oh like, <laughs> that's not the point. But the way that people kind of all gasp when they see her, it's mm-hmm. so weird because, like, what a big reaction to somebody who seemingly... Is, has, the only thing is that's wrong is that any, she's blind. And she's blind. and <laughs> She went to a school for the blind. The girls feel some kind of guilt. And because as they, they blinded her. <laughs> because they blinded her. And no one knows. To this fucking day. <laughs> to this day. How a stink bomb. How a stink bomb turns into an actual firework. And then you just burn a place <laughs> down and blind someone. But to this, to present day. Yeah. Jenna is really the one who has the, she has the grudge like she's yes yes she and and it's and it's like understandable because they fucked up her life they took her eyeballs up until present day she's okay like she's blind then later on sorry spoiler alert but she's not blind anymore and then she's blind again what a roller coaster for her for her and i think that like (laughs) and for us that leads to an important question about this pilot episode yes who Given the information that we have, mm-hmm. who do we think is A? So, <clears throat> I think at this point, Melissa has good reason to be A. Mm. I think that, you know, following on Reddit and what other people are saying, she seems like a good kind of red herring to throw in all the time. She's mm. just like, I know. whenever something really shady is happening, she just happens to like also be there yep. and with like a sour face and <laughs> just mm-hmm. bad ill will towards uh spencer mainly there's like yeah there's more information to find out about her i think yes she i mean she's obviously devious and kind of manipulative and smart and Mm -hmm. i don't know just make an amazing villain yeah so i think um after the first episode i think that melissa has good good reason and good motive and good ability and good ability yeah because be you a. know like she there's the whoever is a knows secrets about all these girls because yes. they've all been receiving messages whether it's like in your locker yes. on like a piece of paper whatever or it's a text or it's like i don't know whatever other media a uses <laughs> skywriting <to>, yeah skywriting <laughs> whatever the heck they're doing because there's many messages that get delivered in many different ways in this show Yes. Um, lots of platforms. Yes. Many platforms. But, like, yeah, this person has to have the information, the means, you know, and, like, the, and the, um, and the reasoning. Like, they, 
And I think, yeah, Melissa's probably a good candidate. Like, I think other honorable mentions include Jenna because there's something sketchy there that we don't have information about that we don't learn until the next episode, which I think is called the Jenna thing. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> and so that's something that that's, you know, you could, we could, you could explore because again, like she has some reason to torture these girls. Um, but there's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of sketchy characters in Rosewood. It's a small town, but it's full of sketchies. I think there's a weird proportion of drama to population. I agree. I agree. Small town. And knowing small towns well enough. Yeah. Um, that does happen to be, that sometimes seems to be the case. It does. Um, I think that uh, as we go on to find other interesting characters, you know, that might turn out to be A-ish, have A tendencies, mm-hmm. um, Toby. Toby. Why does he become a different person? <laughs> He's a different person. Fucking like Detective Wilden. Yes. He's he has a scary face. So fucking weird. Like he's so mean. He's supposed to be a police officer. He's right off the top. Mean. Getting sex. <laughs> wrongfully. <laughs> like. Yeah. Who is he this doesn't fucking even clown? It. I think that it's weird One that... of Rosewood's finest, as they like to say. Yeah. They say that so much. They're like... One of Rosewood's finest. I think it's because another thing that you will come to see is that the police force in Rosewood oh is seriously incompetent. Yeah. And a lot of times, um, you know, let's say my boyfriend might be watching along with me and say something like, why don't they just call the police? Yeah. And I think it's because the police are terrible at their jobs and they wouldn't help. That's the only thing. That's the only reason this show is still going on. Like, I would say the incompetency (laughs) of the police force in Rosewood is the reason that this show can continue. I would also say the tendency... They couldn't find this girl's fucking body (laughs) and it was buried in her own backyard. (laughs) For a year, they couldn't fucking find it. And the fucking, it was like where the gazebo was, and it was under construction. It was like soft ground that they had already dug. And they I know, didn't was, even check. like a half dug already for you. Hole. Fuck, man. Like, like they could have put a dog. <laughs> Yuki. Yuki could have found it. Um, Yuki's our dog. Other, She's our other host. Yuki. Yes. She might be A, actually. We don't know. We don't know yet. Because she's so devious and never speaks. Um, I think that... Yeah, that's such a central plot driver is just the general incompetence of the police. And I think it's absolutely bizarre that a detective would be so obsessed with a group of 16-year-old girls, like, to the point of wanting to bring them down. Like, yeah. That makes no sense. Like, maybe they're all A. <laughs> and maybe, like, other people know. Yeah. Maybe they're do- they're the ones that are doing all this shit. I love that theory. Here's a new theory. You're hearing it. Here, I think for the first time, yeah, is that all the girls are A and they're just super unreliable narrators, and we're seeing the show mm. from their point of view. And it's confusing. And it's just confusing because they're delusional and evil. I and love that. Yeah, I think that like if they are all A and they're just trying they're just making all these things happen around them because they're like bored teenage girls. Oh yeah, I love that. I mean the stakes do get a bit high. They do get high in the sense that, like, several more people die. We won't tell you who. Vehicles are destroyed. Millions of dollars are spent. People are fucking hit by cars. Like, people are getting broken (laughs) limbs. People are stealing a bunch of shit. 
people There's like go blind. They get their sight back. <laughs> people who come back from the dead. People, seemingly. So many people come out back from the dead. People are just fucking like getting drowned by yeah. the then by the people that they date later. <laughs> <laughs> That's a ship that really does go down. Yeah. Literally. Phys- literally and physically <laughs> because <laughs> because it's so bad. Because it's so fucking bad. Um well I think that kind of does that wrap up our it does wrap it inaugural up. Uh, episode of Do Yeah, Keep a I mean, this pilot episode ends with a message from A. Mm, probably my most favorite message from A, actually. We I should love read it. it out loud. We should Together, read it out loud. Together, like they do. Because they're like at the funeral. <laughs> and they're at the funeral. Mm, they're yes. like, our friend is dead. We're mourning our friend. They're wearing like very fancy outfits, which is like, it comes to be a very common theme in this show that they're like at a funeral and they're wearing like, they're very like on yes. vogue. Rosewood funeral fashion mm-hmm. is a real, it's a real thing That's because real they thing. go to so many We're going to have to make a meme about that. I know. You got, you should crazy. follow us on Instagram. How do they follow us on Instagram? Follow us at poor underscore as underscore shoes. That's how you follow us on Instagram. Yeah. And we make... We make memes. Good memes that are, give you something to think about. About this show, about the characters, <laughs> about their fashion, about, you know, all the different things. I think that what I love about A in the beginning, but, I mean, I do think A gets a little bit ridiculous as time goes on. Mm-hmm. Like, just, I don't know what kind of grudge this is, but I think it really gets out of hand. I just love at first A is so... I don't know, just, it's just so teasing and devious and like right around the corner and could be anyone. And I think they do a great job of, of, so they all get, their cell phones all go off at the exact same time, which I think is really And they all have different rings. Rings. (laughs) Like, it's just like, man, man, and they're like, (laughs) that's very accurate. (laughs) And then they get this message that says, I'm, I'm still, still here, here bitches, and, and I, I know, know everything. everything. A. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Two Can Keep a Secret. Please let us know if you have any unanswered questions about the show, or if you have theories on A. And let us know if you'd like us to review any of your favorite episodes. Starting April 18th, when the new season airs, we'll be reviewing every new episode. So stay tuned for more, and in the meantime, you can find us on Instagram. Until next time, I'm Christina. And I'm Alex. And we're... Poor shoes. shoes.